morning. I'm Nathan, and this is Word in Motion. James 1 compares someone who hears the word and does not act to a man who looks in a mirror and immediately forgets what he saw. But the one who looks and perseveres, it says, being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. This is a pod for looking in the mirror each day, seeing our imperfect selves, and making one change each day to live and love as God intended. One of the most important parts of what we do with the youth group here is developing student leaders. We talk to students a year out often, let them know, hey, we think you could be a student leader in the future, and we give them some things to work on, and we talk to their parents about that. And Then the next summer, they get a letter invitation and a covenant to sign to join the student leadership team. And some of my favorite conversations are with students a year out who never thought of themselves as leaders. They They never really imagined God using them while they were still in high school because they've been told by a lot of people that, well, when you're grown up, when you're an adult, God will use you. When you uh, become a mature Christian, whatever that looks like, then God can use you. But they never imagined that that would happen while they were still teenagers. And the critical piece of those conversations is what one group that I know of, they like to call the four most important letters in leadership, which is I C and you. Literally, I see in you having a conversation with someone where you tell them the gifts that you see in them. And we'll talk more about that in a minute. But let's pick it up with Paul in Acts 16. Now at the end of Acts 15, Paul and Barnabas part ways and Barnabas takes John Mark with him and Paul is left without a partner for his ministry. We pick it up in Acts 16 verse 1. Paul came also to Derby and to Lystra, A disciple was there named Timothy, the son of a Jewish woman who was a believer, but his father was a Greek. He was well spoken of by the brothers at Lystra and Iconium. Paul wanted Timothy to accompany him, and he took him and circumcised him because of the Jews who were in those places, for they all knew that his father was a Greek. As they went on their way through the cities, they delivered to them for observance the decisions that had been reached by the apostles and elders who were in Jerusalem. So the churches were strengthened in the faith, and they increased in numbers daily. Now Paul sees in Timothy a well-spoken young man, whom the believers at Lystra and Iconium clearly have vouched for. He saw gifts in Timothy that God could use, and so he invites Timothy to join him. Now, Paul never claims to be perfect. This isn't Paul saying, well, I have arrived now, and so I'm going to double back and bring others to this enlightened state. This is about one imperfect disciple bringing along another, another imperfect disciple for the glory of God. We talk often in our church about not just being disciples, but disciple makers, wanting to be disciple makers who make disciple makers. Our student leaders each have younger students in their small groups who are potential future student leaders, and they're challenged to include those small groups when they have leadership opportunities. Hey, pull in this other person so that even as God is developing you, you can be used to develop somebody else. So how do we think about that for today? What does that mean for us today? You know, maybe as simple as having these ICNU conversations, sitting down <clears throat> with someone, excuse me, and telling them what you see in them. My challenge for you in your personal walk with Christ What do you see in the young Christians around you, and have you told them? I don't mean young by age. You could be 15 and be more spiritually mature than a 30-year-old. That's not the point. But young as far as your relationship with God. What do you see in the new believers around you? 
I challenge you today to tell one believer one gift that you see in them. Maybe it's a text, maybe it's a call, maybe it's just a quick message, an email. Maybe you invite them to coffee and actually tell them in person. But have those I see in you conversations. It may not seem like much to you. It may be a small thing. It may be a 20-second conversation. But, man, I'll tell you what. It means the world to them. I love seeing students shocked when we tell them that we see leadership in them. It's so much fun to be able to see that and then to celebrate as God begins to use those things. It might just give them the confidence they need to step up, to let God use those gifts for His glory in some way. And then down the road to have their own I see in you conversation with someone else. Hey, so-and-so told me that they saw this in me. So now I want to tell you that I see this other thing in you. And that's an exciting trickle-down effect as we see disciples becoming disciple makers. God gave us all gifts, not just to sit on the shelf, but to be used. But to use them, we have to recognize them. And sometimes to recognize them, it takes someone else recognizing them. You could be that person for someone around you. Let me pray for you this morning. God, thank you for the gifts you've given us. Thank you for just using us at all. The fact that you would take sinners trying imperfectly to follow you and that you would give us the gifts to make a difference for your kingdom. God, it's an, it's an enormous privilege and I thank you for that. Lord, prepare us for these conversations. Give us eyes to see the gifts in the people that you've put around us. Lord, show us how to have these conversations, when to have these conversations, Lord. Give us the courage to point out the gifts that we see in other people. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, I'm Nathan. This is Word in Motion. Have a great day.